Welcome back to Sports and Ish with me, Stevie and Richard. Thanks for joining in. Um, you guys can subscribe and like our videos and um, hear some more from us. We've got a special guest today. Um, so, Misty, why don't you tell us a little bit about our special guest? This week, we have Travion Williams. He is a running back number 32 with the Cincinnati Bengals. I believe this is year four for our guy here. <laughs> I've known Travion for a few years now. So welcome to our podcast, Travion. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited. Yes, we are too. Thanks for joining in with us. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. I watched the first episode, so I'm excited to <laughs> <laughs> and, um, add into the combos and have fun. So. Yes, that's what it's all about, right? Right. <laughs> so how's everything going? How's your year going? You you excited? I'm extremely excited. I was yes. just got done with camp. Um, that was a fun time. Camp was, um, <laughs> camp was, it was actually faster than it normally is. For some reason, it felt faster. So getting done with camp and going through that, and then now it's game time, getting ready for Pittsburgh. We still got this off-season bye week now, so we get a free week to practice. Um, tomorrow's our last day of practice for the week, and then we get a couple of days off, and then we're back at it Monday. But just enjoying this time right now until we get ready for Pittsburgh, until we get that first game back in um, um, Paycor Stadium. I almost called it Paul. I know, right? I almost called no. it Paul Stadium. It's Paycor Stadium. It's so weird. <laughs> Same. That, though, so. <laughs> Good time for the for the Bengal fans and Hootay Nation, but I'm excited. So um should be a good time for sure. So what do you do on your days off? What's your go-to? Or do you just relax or what do you do? Uh typically what I'll do, I would typically run errands, but mandatory <laughs> right. it, is, it is mandatory that I wake up and get first watch every off day. Ooh, okay. <laughs> That's first amazing. Watch, so, so what do you get? What's your meal? Do you have a go-to meal? I, I, I get two things. I get two things. It depends on how I feel. It depends on the type of day. They have a, I love their drinks. They have a purple haze. It's like a um, lemon drink. It's a lemon drink. It's purple, obviously, with purple dye and, and a lot of different stuff in it. But that's the drink I have to get. Then I get a traditional <laughs> breakfast. Uh, I get a traditional breakfast with my potatoes crispy and yeah. million, dollar bacon. million dollar bacon to slip on. So if y'all go to <laughs> the million dollar bacon and then, um, Obviously that. Then I get the um. If anything else, I get the chicken chunga. It's a chicken chunga deal when it's covered good. in like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Sounds really good. But um, yeah, those are my go-to, and I kind of bounce back and forth between those two. But nice. And other than that, everything else is just <laughs> plug and play on on those Tuesdays and those off days. So just kind of go with the wind. Nice. Very mm -hmm. nice. Um. So I I um. I, this has nothing to do with your days off, but I just wanted to say this, like, I don't have a lot of time like uh -huh. in between clients and I'm usually seeing your teammates yeah. uh, on your guys' days off. Yeah. So in any manner, somebody sent me a message and I don't know what it was. I had like maybe two minutes in between your teammates yeah. and I opened it up and it was one of my best friends. And she's like, Hey, listen, like, look at this message that like my ex sent me, like, what do you think? So oh. I, I don't have time to text. Like Rachel knows I send a lot of voice messages or even uh -huh. quick videos. So I quickly do a video and I'm like, I think this guy's a piece of, you know, whatever. And I'm just going on and on. I'm like, you know what? In fact, he reminds me of, and it's just an awful situation. And I actually put that on my story for like three minutes. Oh, <laughs> no, no. So, so who was the, no. who was the first? It's always that one person. Like, hey, did you post this on your story? <laughs> so, Thank you. <laughs> 11 people hit me up like, Misty. Misty, 
I was supposed to go to my friend Erica. I don't know how this just happened. I was like sweating. I'm like, does this happen to anybody else? Like I was in that much of a hurry. I just hit story, bam, trash, like 10 of her ex-boyfriends and I was done. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hide. It's fine. This is fine. This is now, are any of those boyfriends friends with you, ex-boyfriends friends with you on any of the Oh, yeah. you know, but I probably mentioned a few of mine. I'm like, you know, he reminds me of so and so. And then <laughs> well, they know anyway. now. <laughs> they know now. Has that do you guys do that? Is I mean, do you, has anybody ever done anything? Like have you texted the wrong person? Have you sent the wrong the wrong know. message? That's the worst. I've sent the wrong message <laughs> to the wrong person before. <laughs> I've called the wrong person before. Oh, we've, we've we've all been there when we have one too many drinks and we call the wrong person <laughs> yeah. very anyways. true yeah. anyways that was my wednesday so anyways i we're gonna get back to Trayvon. i just had to spill that because i literally have been dying and sweating about it all day like how many people saw this because you know the algorithm will show you like 11 and you're like, was it 11 or was it 23? Like, <laughs> well, those people that messaged you, those are your true friends. <laughs> they were, they were like, we're here for you. Take that down right now. Um, but anyways, Travion, I want to talk to you about something that I, first of all, I'm a huge fan of yours. You're a client of mine. I enjoy our friendship. I just want to say I'm proud of you that I am personally, because I see all the hard work that you've put in for four years. Um, and then of course, what recently came out with NIL. And I know that uh, this spring you'll be teaching at Texas A&M Law University about the NIL. Mm -hmm. So I want to hear more about that. And then I have some questions on that too, when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. Well, Professor Williams is my- hey, we like that. That's that nice to ring to it. Okay. The professor. But it, it was it was <laughs> and it's so crazy, so crazy how it all came about. Um obviously it all came about originally off a tweet off Twitter. And really? The dean of the law school, he um he made a comment um and he added it uh, into a post that he was saying that Texas A&M Law School is rushing up in rankings and it must be because a new faculty recruit Trevion Williams. So in the moment, I'm like, all right, time out, time out. Is there somebody else named Trevion Williams that <laughs> played at Texas A&M and that's going to be a professor? So I quoted the tweet and I'm like, am I missing something with a question mark? And then obviously it blew up. And then um, obviously um, the dean reached out and then also um, another adjunct professor at the law school reached out as well and was like, would you ever consider this? Like jokingly. And then I was like, I mean, yeah, uh, never thought about it, but I was like, yeah, why not? Like opportunity like that. Then obviously crazy two days later, I'm on Zoom with the Chandler at Texas A&M, with the board, the, the, the dean. It's, it's crazy how everything transpired and happened fairly quick, but um Obviously, an opportunity like that came up, and I jumped on it immediately. Like, I mean, that's something that that's never been done before, and especially with NIL and how the direction and the trajectory that that's going with college athletics. Like, it can so much can be done with it, and and, and you know, I'm a person that likes to do things that haven't been done. So, being able to give back my time and on uh, the push of my knowledge and what I know, basically being off what I've done in college, and obviously now in the NFL, you know, I jumped on that. You know, it's an opportunity mm -hmm. of my time, and I'm excited for it. And, and I'm ready to see what the future holds on the professor rock. It's <laughs> great. So for those of you who don't know what the NIL is, it's name, image, and likeness. So, and and that's big for anybody who's playing at the college level and then going into professional sports. Yeah. So it's it's good for the athletes. It's great for the athletes. I think it's it's 
obviously it's been a long time coming. And I think what well, that's pretty fairly new, right? Like a year or so old. Yeah, it's about yeah. almost a year and a half now. Yeah, so nice. definitely nice. Nice to know. So you see the good in it, but let me ask you this: now that now that you're kind of a veteran in pro sports, do you see any cons with it with some of the new guys coming in, any of the rookies coming in with NIL stuff? Uh, uh, at the end of the day, no, because I kind of feel like it's the same. So at the end of the day, NIL is all about marketability. Yeah. And, you know, what does your name hold? Are you likable? Yeah. And then your image, you know, what does an image hold when people say your name, what image comes up to mind? So at the end of the day, I feel like it's the same transition, you know, for, for, um, you know, professional athletics, but I feel like it's, it would be a good transition for them. You know, obviously since they can capitalize off of it in college, that'll help them flow, you know, into the professional route. But at the end of the day, I don't feel like it'll affect the locker room or, or play, but off the field marketability, I definitely feel like, you know, they'll have a, a step up, you know, coming into the professional sports. Going into these postseason games and realizing that you guys were winning game after game and that the Super Bowl was going to be a possibility, and then when we actually get to the Super Bowl, what were your feelings on that? Oh wow! It was um, it was definitely a, a train ride of emotions. It was a roller coaster, um, but it was an amazing feeling. Like just thinking about like what Cincinnati, the Northern Kentucky area, like all the fans of Hootay Nation, of, of the yeah. Bengals, you know, the support that they had, it made that first playoff win that much more special. Like, obviously, that was a special day in Cincinnati. Nice. And seeing the energy that um that transpired basically from winning that first game against, um, you know, against the Raiders and seeing how everything went, they gave us all the momentum that we needed to go through the playoffs. And then, obviously, at the end of the day, just the energy and the rush of, like, okay, now that the regular season is over, we're playing week by week. So if we win, we keep going. But if we don't win, we go home. And at the end of the day, we don't want to go home. We want to keep playing. You know, we want to make it to the Super Bowl. We want to keep getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> we want to keep doing something that we started the season off with. So um, obviously that whole journey was crazy. And then, you know, we think back into the AFC Championship game where we're back in, where, you know, we're back playing the Chiefs again, um, mm-hmm. that matchup with them. Then obviously they came to us during the regular season and uh, we handled that. But we went down to, um, you know, Chief Kingdom, as they call it, to a hostile mm-hmm. environment and was able to beat the odds and, and, and to really rise up to the occasion and do what we needed to do. And then that feeling after Evan kicked that field goal and we knew we were going to the Super Bowl, like, mm-hmm. I, oh, my gosh, I can't explain those emotions. Like, growing up as a kid, like, I never missed the Super Bowl a year, basically. I, I honestly watched the Super Bowl every year of my life because it's a big thing with my family. So even when I was a kid, you know, I still got pictures now of when – my parents had me in my like my rocking chair, little rocking. Uh-huh. We were watching the Super Bowl, so obviously being able to be a part of that and play in that, I was just as much happy for my family, um, for my mom and dad and my family, for them to be a part of that, to know that their son will be playing in the Super Bowl just as much as me. But um, obviously, it broke me down to tears. Now, I mean, that's a, a moment of a lifetime. People playing this league for twelve plus years, ten plus years, and don't even get to sniff that and being able to experience that in year three. It was. It was amazing. So I definitely don't take that for granted. That, that was my next question. Uh, so I, I didn't travel for the games because I had to be here the next morning because you guys chartered back home that night. So I had to be here and ready to go. But I cried like a baby. So I know you guys had to have been well over like this emotional level. I was sit here and sobbing for like an hour, like group texting you guys like, oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah. I only imagine how that felt for you, realizing, like, we're actually going to go to the Super Bowl. 
Man, like, it just, it still blows my mind. You know, people always ask, like, you know, how did it feel? How did it feel? And it was, like, one of those things was, like, you ever experienced so many emotions at one time? Like, you don't, you can't even explain how it feels in one moment. I always explain it to the kids. I know I had my football camp, and the kids were like, oh, my God, how did it feel to go to the Super Bowl? I was like, could you imagine you asking something? You had a, a list of things you asked Santa for for Christmas, and you came and find out that every single thing on that list that you actually you received and 10 things more that you didn't even ask for, that you didn't even put on there. That was, that's how I felt to know that you were going to the Super Bowl. So it was just crazy. It's crazy. And um, I still think about it now, still look back on it, you know, still remembering this. But obviously it's a new season now. Uh, we got a new propaganda. So we got to be able to get back there and not just experience it this time, but be able to go there and win this time. So, you know, this shit should be special. We're ready for that. <laughs> so who was the first person that you called after that game when you knew that you were going to the Super Bowl? Like, who was that person for you? I called my dad. Um, yeah. I called my dad, and he was just uh, he was just crazy. Because actually, he would call me before that. <laughs> I got back to my phone. I probably had like 80-something missed calls, like almost 100-something text messages. It was just crazy. And then obviously, I called my dad first. And my dad, no, my dad, man, he was emotional, happy, crying. Um, I was like, come on, man, you got to stop crying. <laughs> Uh, it was it was fun, man, being able to do that. Then um, hop on the Zoom. I mean, not hop on Zoom. Hop on Facetime with my family and have them pass the phone around. Everybody's happy, hopping around because they had a little party <laughs> watching. <laughs> they have to have a watch party, right? Yeah. So they had, you know, they've been having their drinks. So they they were already feeling a little good. <laughs> but yeah, I was excited, man. I made my rounds, but uh, it was an amazing feeling for sure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So how did you start your career in football? Like, did you, what other sports did you play growing up? Was it straight football? Tell me about that a little bit. Wow. So this year will make 21 years <laughs> of me playing football. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been playing football since I was four. Um, How awesome. Obviously, at the end of the day, the reason I do this, and I always bring it back, and the reason it's a, it's definitely one of the main reasons of my whys and why I get up every day and why I make the sacrifices I do for my grandfather. My grandfather, um, James Davis, he um, he passed away when I was nine, but um, he he obviously led me to that. Um, he you know, when I was like three or four, we were. I'm barely can walk. I'm run, barely running around, but I'm outside playing football, throwing <laughs> the football in the trash can, just doing things like that. And I had a love for the game early. And then obviously football is something big in my family. So it's just something that kind of rolled over and, and I haven't looked back since. But just growing up, I played football. Um, I tried to play baseball. Didn't like it at all. It wasn't physical enough for me. I wanted to get football. <laughs> um, but um, but other than that, you know, at the end of the day, my love and my niche has always been with football, and and obviously it opened so many doors for me in life, and I I'm so thankful for it. What was your team when you were younger? Who did you oh, root for? My first team I played. No, actually, the first team I played for when I was when I was mm -hmm. in, I played for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I played hey, for yes, okay, we like that. I played for the Buffalo Bills, and my number was forty. Okay, so I don't I don't know if you know this, but I'm from Buffalo, so I'm I'm all about that. New York, New York, cold, cold up there. But yeah, Buffalo is the first team I played for. I'm a little kid, four years old, running around in a Buffalo Bills jersey, shoulder pads just as big as me. 
Bye, bitch. <laughs> we need a picture of this. We need to see this. <laughs> I, 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 I got to pull up on my phone, but all yeah. so much fun. I, I look back on moments like that, and you just laugh and think about, you know, obviously where you came from and where you're going and, and where you want to be. So it was crazy for sure. Who are some of the guys that, like, inspired you you know, either in friends or people that you looked up to. I know you you mentioned uh, your grandfather and your your dad and your relationship there, but what are some players that you've like looked up to or or have well, had fun with um, yeah. throughout the years? Yeah, growing up, um, I was a big Cowboys fan. I was okay. a huge Cowboys fan. Like Cowboys was everything. So obviously being a Cowboys fan, looking back on the Cowboys history, like I always admired Emmitt Smith. I obviously, you know, he's a runner, very well known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously forever the 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 league wide <laughs> holder for the total yardage in the career. So obviously um Emmitt Smith had a, had a very big career. And then obviously, um, you know, now I'm good friends with um Des Bryant. I grew up watching him and was real like I was a huge Des Bryant guy, huge Des Bryant guy. And then now, you know, we're boys and it's crazy how the world happens. And then it's crazy. Another thing, um, when I was a rookie, we played the Cowboys. So um that was an eye-opening experience. So, you know, growing up being a Cowboys fan, I was a Cowboys fan up to the point when I got drafted. Obviously, I was like, all right, when I get drafted, if I don't go to Cowboys, I got to stop being a Cowboys fan. Got to change some things up. Yeah, we played the Cowboys. <laughs> played the Cowboys my rookie year, and I was standing on the field, and I was talking to um Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, and um I mean, yeah, Demarcus Lawrence. And he was um we were just saying, like, bro, I was like, bro, I literally been a Cowboys fan my whole life now playing y'all. He was like, yeah, bro, soak it up, man. You got to understand. Like, this is, you're here now. Like, soak it up. Man, this is crazy. Like, just thinking about it like that. But, you know, just understanding that, you know, looking up to different people, looking up to my brothers and whatnot, and, and just having that guidance and obviously allowing me to be where I'm at today. Nice. Who, who would you say your celebrity athlete crush is? I, and I, I always ask people this because <laughs> I, I feel like – I feel like everybody's got someone like for me, it would either be like, obviously like Michael Jordan or like Scotty Pippen. And actually I even got to meet big poppy once in an elevator, which is a completely embarrassing story. I'll share it another yeah. time, but I'm just saying who would your celebrity athlete crush be? Uh, that's crazy. Um, I, <laughs> word word. Well, I would probably say, um, man, um, probably LeBron James. Um, he's, um, <laughs> Well-known guy. Um, he's, he's he's a tip-top of uh, athletics. You know, he's the definition of what you want to embody, like, obviously, with your career and transpiring, like, what you do on the field and, and being the best that you can be off the field, like, with, with business and whatnot. So, obviously, with the direction and the things that I want to do in life, you know, he's a great example of that. So, definitely looking up to somebody and admiring somebody, I would definitely probably say LeBron James. Yeah, for sure. How did you uh, how did you feel about him renewing his contract with the Lakers this year? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, a, a easy hundred million. Just, just like, yeah, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. So, uh, Ninety million. Yeah, just two years. Yeah, that's fine. Awesome. So, this is crazy. I um I went to Ohio State and um, I went back for a football game. Of course. I mean, yeah, oh, wait. Um, and I got to meet LeBron. He's a big Ohio State fan. Um, yeah. And he, yeah, and I got to meet him. Yeah. And it was, like, so much class he has. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he's 
tall. He's cute. <laughs> I shook his hand. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, just like super, super nice guy. It was like, you know, mm-hmm. two seconds, but he, he, you know, said hi and, and whatnot. And just, like I said, like straight class, classy guy and just awesome. uh, an inspiration. So yeah, it was, Crazy. I wasn't expecting <laughs> to meet him there, but uh, yeah. Yeah, because he's from Akron, correct? He's an Ohio guy, yeah. Yeah, he's an Ohio guy, yeah. He's so. Ohio State, so that's crazy. Well, mm-hmm. sure. yeah, I'm, like I said, mm-hmm. I know he's a classy guy. He carries himself for class, so that was a good experience. Yeah, for nice. So, so I, I'm a full believer in, like, speaking things into existence. So I told Rachel, like, I I know that we've made it with this podcast when we get somebody like Jeannie Buss on as a guest. So that that's my goal. I'm speaking it out loud. I want GD bus on here. Yeah. Absolutely. Missy, you said you weren't going to tell anybody. What is this? Huh? No, but, but, but you got to speak things to, into existence. I fully believe that. The I'm just kidding. <laughs> the beans. She but I, I feel like, I feel like the more that you say something, the better, the better the universe hears you. So, so and I say that too, because, and I was talking uh, to some of your teammates about this too. I feel like this year is going to be another great season for us. I'm speaking it into existence. I felt that way last preseason. I feel that way about it this year as well. I feel like we still have the dream team together. And I feel like it's going to be a good year. Like, do you think about those things in terms of like speaking it into the universe and like trying to, I mean, you're, you're there every day at the facility. So you already feel it. You already know, but. Yeah, you already know. And it's crazy because it's like, we were, we were damn good last year. And all we did was get better. <laughs> and that's I know, right? Better. And we've seen what it takes to get there. We know what it takes to get there. Now we just got to do it and execute and stay healthy. So now it's like, you know, obviously at the end of the day, nobody believed in us last year. And, um, you know, we're going to take that same approach this year as if nobody believes in us and we're the mm-hmm. underdogs. But, you know, obviously, you know, you got to go out there and play. You can't talk about it. You just got to do it. So yeah. you know, we're just going to go out there and play week by week, do what we got to do and play our style of balling. As long as we do that, we'll win. I love it. I love it. Exciting. I'm excited. <laughs> now, we just played L.A. again, the rematch. Obviously, preseason, but how did that feel? And also, um, I guess there was, you know, some confrontations with the teams that happened. I'm not really sure what happened. <laughs> so, um, yeah, tell us like what how you were feeling and all that fun stuff yeah it's crazy because obviously the um <laughs> the last game of the season obviously you know it was runs versus the Bengals in the super bowl so obviously we had a, a practice with them and then we played them in the preseason so um obviously temperatures were flaring you know at the end of the day we, you know we're professionals and we're competitive and we just you know want to go out there and be the best version of ourselves but you know um you know we respect each other but um you know, things just got got heated for a second. We were just competing, and then I think a little smack talk here and there. You know, got a little carried. Yeah, he's got a little carried away. But at the end of the day, you know, it just that's what happens. Uh, you know, that's football, and and uh, obviously you don't want it to go that deep. But you know, at the end of the day, it's football, and you just got to move forward. And and we put that behind us, and we're moving forward and getting ready for um for the Steelers now, so we can beat up on them the right way. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm. I'm so excited for that game, like ridiculously excited. I have a feeling the stadium's going to be on fire that day. Oh, 100%. I want to say it's going to be sold out. I'm I'm 100% sure, you know, that game's going to be a one to be at. I mean, we get the open season against the Steelers 
at Paul, you know, Paul almost says it again, Paul. I know, don't do that. Hey, Core. Stadium. At Paycor Stadium. So that'll be dope. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see how the energy is going to be in the stadium and excited to move forward. Nice. What is the game that you're most looking forward to this season? Most looking forward to. I know, that's a tough question. <laughs> Obviously the Browns. Anytime we gotta play the Browns, because the thing about last year we didn't beat the Browns at all. So um, you know, we was able to handle what we had inside the division, you know, but now we gotta, you know, take care of them. So I would definitely probably say the Browns. That'll be a um that'll be a personal game. We gotta be able to handle them twice a year. So taking care of them, getting that done, and then just um, you know, anybody that gets in our way, trying to take care of them so we can go and sniff that ring. Wanna get that ring. <laughs> That's right, yes. You know, Gosh. There did you we guys go. Rams rings? I did. Yeah. Oh. I totally did. Oh my god! Incredible. I was just. I know. It's super I know. tiny. Like there, there's nothing to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal. Don't worry. <laughs> uh-huh. It gives you that motivation for this season oh, too. You guys had that taste of what it's like, and it was right at your fingertips. So now this is this is the season. Oh, 100%. Like I said, like, just like I said, you know, just like what you said, we got a taste of it. And, mm-hmm. and now, now we got a taste of it and we know what it tastes like. So now we got to go back and, and, and cook the whole pie and finish it out and make sure it rises so we can eat it and, and enjoy it. So um, definitely got to get take care of that and, and um, have fun. And y'all got to bring the juice, cheering. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to get us right, make sure our body's right. <laughs> This is a collective okay. deal. Everybody yes. on here. Everybody's involved. <laughs> we all work together. We all work awesome. together. We got to do our part so we can get back to it and we all can enjoy that. So I'm we just... all have our part. So I have a question. Um, if you could go back and tell like 10 year old you one thing, what would it be? Mm. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, uh, dream big. Obviously, that's the biggest thing. Obviously, my I have my foundation. It's called the Williams Hopes and Dreams Foundation, and um, um, that's the that's the biggest thing we harp on is um you know telling kids to dream big, and then you know when you think you dream big, dream even bigger. So obviously, you know when if I can go back and tell myself that, I would I would go back and tell myself the same thing that we're telling these kids now to dream big. You know, obviously when I was a kid, I I, I did dream big. I said I want to be in the NFL, and I'm able to do that now. But um you know. I wish I could have manifested some other things, you know, some even bigger things and, um, you know, see how that would have panned out. But obviously if I went back, I'd probably tell myself to just dream big. Don't be scared to fail. Don't be scared, um, you know, of obstacles because that's going to come. That's life. But definitely go back and dream big and then, you know, see where life takes me. It's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. The game of life is a chess, not ticker. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's not so, linear. Like I, I tell people all the time, like it's not linear. The life is up and down and the road to success is up and down. We wish it went like this, but it's going to be a whole lot of this period. I don't know if you guys can see like what's on the TV behind me, but Serena. Just Serena, played, yes. Yeah, she's playing her uh, her last open here. Uh, and I think tonight tonight was round two, so. I'm going to say she won round one, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I think she I'll, lost. I think she lost this last time. I don't know. She was killing it, though. When I Well, when we got on, she was killing it. I don't know what happened, but I'm a little bit sad here. <laughs> she loses. But anyway. I know. I was trying to see her at the uh, Western and Southern here. 
Mm-hmm. I think Misty, I told you that yeah. they changed the dates of they had her on Monday night and then they changed it to Tuesday. So I was supposed to go Monday night and then they, they switched it. So I was a little bummed because I didn't want to see her play before, you know, she retires or whatnot, but that's okay. It's crazy that you said it because one of my teammates said they were going to a tennis match. I'm like, where, where are any tennis down here? And I was like, yeah, yeah they coming into town for some professional setup. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's a big deal. All the big time, yeah, all the big timers are in town, and yeah. it's every year. And and you don't realize it's probably about maybe like 25, 30 minutes from downtown, but it's right right here in Cincinnati, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Like, you would have never known. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had all those people right here. So right. I have a question for you. Behind you, I see a lot of jerseys framed. Are those um, are those hung on the wall? <laughs> yeah, they're not on the wall. So I'm downstairs in my pantry. <laughs> you gotta work. <laughs> you gotta work. So, uh, I'm like, wait a minute. I yeah, remember when you bought those frames. You sent me a picture. You're like, I got, exactly. got the frames. Yeah. Hobby Lobby got lucky. <laughs> wait, is there is there a fat head too back there? Is yes, that, is that so where's where, where's where are all these from? Uh, are you talking about the jerseys? Oh, yeah, and the fat head too. I want to know the story behind that. You can't, miss, you can't miss that. <laughs> so my family came into town, and um, and my mom she ended up going to um Office Depot or off one of these places. Yeah, I'm getting a fat head of me. So I look, up, <laughs> I look up in the stands, and I'm like, is that me? Fair enough. <laughs> That's awesome. Fair enough. My mom got this big old fat head of me. <laughs> uh, she didn't want you to miss her. She's your number one fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, she left her here when she left, and I'm like, wow. That, that is hilarious. I think it'd be cool to have a fat head of myself. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We all I, need to I, get I, one. Can't miss, <laughs> can't miss it. I actually That's forgot to back there until you really just said that. <laughs> so where where is home for you? Where did you grow up? Yeah, I'm from Houston, Texas. Oh, awesome. Best city in the world. Oh, best, yeah? It's overpopulated, but it's the best city in the world. So what do you miss from home? The food. Yeah. Houston yeah. food selection is absolutely crazy. Like, it's so broad. You can get any style of food, you know, any type of anything you could think of, you can get it. And then obviously, you know, Houston is is a very big, big city. So, like I said, it's it's, it's always things to do, um, you know, places to enjoy, you know, people to see. Um, you know, Houston's always a good time. I'll actually be there back there this weekend, home back home this weekend. So I'm excited about that. Get to go back home for a little bit and before I lock back in and get ready for the season. So, but Houston, Texas, born and raised. I've been here my whole life. I've been there my whole mm-hmm. life. Who would have thought I'd be in Cincinnati? <laughs> Actually, my house is in Kentucky. I'm in Kentucky, but <laughs> who would have thought I'd be here? <laughs> you know what? I think you and I talked about this once. We were talking about the beaches because I grew up in Galveston. Mm-hmm. We talked about that beach down there. We were like, yeah, growing up, we thought that was like the only beach and that's how all the beaches looked. Oh, so no. like <laughs> Surfside Beach in Texas, we're like, oh, like this is the beach. And then when you actually see like the real ocean and the real beach, you're like, wait a minute. 
<laughs> we got gypped in Texas. This is not okay. Galveston, Galveston beach look like, like, like chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> Galveston looks the exact same way as the Ohio River. Oh. Yes. It, does. it does. And the sand is Bro. like so brown and the water is so brown. And you know, those beach homes cost as much as they do in Destin. And I'm like, who who's paying for these homes in oh. Galveston on this dirty beach? <laughs> Chocolate milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rachel, I got a question for you. Where's your favorite place to travel to? Um, in the U.S. or outside the U.S.? Ooh, she's getting fancy. Um, anywhere. <laughs> um, so I would say if it was outside the U.S., I'm Italian, so I've been to Italy. I love Italy. The food, obviously the wine. Yeah. Um, and just the architecture there, the, the, the people, all that is amazing. But in the U.S., I love, I'm a California girl. I love uh-huh. California. I love the, you got the beach, you got the mountains, the nice Pacific weather. Beach. You know about Pacific Beach? Um, I mean, I haven't been out west too, too much. Okay. I have some family that's um, kind of out in L.A. area, so I've been to, like, LA a little bit and obviously Super Bowl stuff um, and San Francisco. But I feel like if I go out there, I won't come back. <laughs> so how about you? Where where do you, do you travel a lot? Oh, I travel a lot. I'm a big traveler. I love seeing the world. Um, my favorite place I've been to is probably the Bahamas. Well, not a lot, Mexico. I'm a big Mexico person because I love the water. I love the water. It's great vibes. I feel like whenever I go to Mexico, this is a great escape because everyone's so happy. Yes, I'm so happy in Mexico. Uh-huh. And, um, obviously, I'm still trying to learn my uh, learn my Spanish, my Espanol. Um, <laughs> you got a little, you got a little Spanish for us. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, like I said, I like to travel. I'm a big Cali person. I like to travel to Cali. Um, but um, I know Missy uh, agree with me on this one. But I, I love Florida. <laughs> I love Florida. Florida. I love Florida too. Um, it's a great escape. I know definitely one day I'll love to give me a home in Florida. That's definitely a place where you want to get away to good vibes out there, but definitely, um, I definitely probably say out of the, out of the U S um, probably Mexico. Yes. So, Mexico is always a good time. What's your drink of choice when you're in Mexico? Tequila. Oh yes. Okay, so are you salt okay, wait, are you salt and salt. lime with it? Salt or? Lime. Salt and lime. Salt and okay, lime. There we go. <laughs> I do sugar if I'm getting a margarita. But salt. Oh yeah, me too. All the salt way. Lime if I'm if I'm doing like a shot or something. <laughs> nice. What, what parts of florida do you like um i love orlando obviously orlando is a big tourist spot because if i told you how many times i've been to <laughs> been to um the universal studios um disney all that different type of stuff yes <laughs> I've, been there. I, I've honestly been there almost almost 10 times you know we've wow been there. oh man that's something we used to go to almost every year you're a fan. <laughs> so, what's your favorite part to like see? Are you like do you Islands like- of Adventure? Yeah, 
Islands of Adventure, uh, riding the Hulk, riding the Hulk ride, and they got a new ride, the Harry Potter ride. Is I, I recommend oh. everybody go ride that ride. So, are you a Harry Potter fan? I'm not. I'm no. not. I'm not too. I've never watched it. I always, you, you know how you, you know, you see things, but you never just actually watch. Like Star Wars, everybody knows Star Wars. Everybody yeah. knows fighters, but I haven't watched them in depth. But, um, but I'm very familiar. I'm Hogwarts and all the different type of stuff. But I haven't yeah. seen the whole setup. But I'm a fan from afar. We okay. like that. Yeah. So I think we should give you a homework assignment, and that assignment is to start Harry Potter. Really? Which I recommend? Yeah. <laughs> Start yeah. it. There's like, I think there's like seven DVDs. I have Blu-ray. You can borrow mine if you can't find it online. And um, When you're traveling, you know, started. on trips. No. <laughs> gotcha. On the plane like, going to Mexico exactly. watching, <laughs> watching Harry Potter. <laughs> Some people might be looking at you like, oh. Uh, yeah, tequila. Guy watching you. Hey. <laughs> I love that is it. hilarious. Do you watch a lot of movies or TV shows or what what do you usually if I get the time to? Yeah. I definitely love. I love um love movies. I go to the movies by myself all the time. Go to the movies, give me an icy and popcorn. And what what flavor icy? Hang on. I get a mix between the blue and the red. Ooh, <laughs> red so the blue good. raspberry, I wanna say, and cherry. But as long as I get those two mixed, I'm good. <laughs> Get that, get my peanut m and my popcorn, and I'm good. So Yum. do that. I love, love horror movies, love my scary movies. <laughs> I love thrillers, so I love the plot twists. So, like, you're watching something, and then in the movie, it's like, oh, what? Like, <laughs> those are my favorite type of movies, but um, definitely love that. And the best show ever, I don't know if y'all seen it, I hope y'all seen it. The best show ever was Prison Break. Great show. Great show. Yeah. Okay. I'm obviously no Prison Break, but I have not watched it. So I will add that to the list. Prison Break is a great show. Prison Break or Blacklist. Black- <gasps> Blacklist is good. Yeah, I've seen that. Kevin Reddington. Yeah. I think we're actually watching that in my office, like for several episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fridays, Fridays are long days. We put wicked things on. So, yeah, we yeah, watched no. a lot of those. Most definitely. Most definitely. What about you? <laughs> what, what do y'all recommend? What's y'all favorite go-tos? Oh, man. I don't really know. Like, I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, oh, actually, Rachel and I, look, we took, um, Rachel always joins me for, like, the last part of my uh, vacation every July. And this year, we actually started the TV show You while we were there, right? Oh, we were. Oh, that guy's we, crazy. That's crazy. I don't know if I necessarily would recommend that. I, but. Yeah, I don't know if I recommend it. We, we were watching it. Um, and we were just a little bit mortified. Like this is this could actually really happen to people. Oh, that's <laughs> real. That is, scary. That is real. <laughs> that is real. Like you just watch it. Like, wow, this dude. Yeah. yeah. It didn't so we would it. like. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, that's yeah, all. I mean, we would like, we'd get back and like eat dinner and then we'd like, oh, let's hurry up and put you back on because we want to see what happens next. But that's, I legit, I don't watch a lot of TV unless, unless it's a long day with the guys in the office and then we're just, I'm putting on whatever they want to watch. Yeah. I think that's, that's when I've seen a lot of TV shows, but actually I, I did watch, uh, someone suggested the untold story of, um, Manti Teo. Oh, I started watching that. Like seriously, uh, a lot of your. Yeah, a lot of your teammates suggested that, and uh, I watched it last night. I think it was two episodes, and somebody said, I think it was Chris that said, you're going to bawl your eyes out, and sure enough, like the last five minutes, I'm like, <laughs> it was so sad. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't, I didn't watch the end of it. 
Yeah, you gotta watch. Yeah, it. you can't. Don't give anything away. <laughs> I'm not gonna give it away. I'm just gonna oh, say yeah. the the Manti Teo story is a little bit. It's a it's it's a decent story though. Like they're doing a really good job with the untold stories. And then I heard like Palace and the Malice, which is where the Pistons played the Pacers in like 2004, and some like crazy wow, stuff broke they, out. They the fans. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're Anyways. talking about emotional movies, I know y'all seen The Notebook. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Actually, my one of my favorite movies that came out was the new Maverick movie. Have you guys seen that? I the, have the, it. I, the, the, um, Top Gun. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh, it is it. so good. Yeah, um, yeah you guys got to check it out. <laughs> Pick that one up. <laughs> yeah, I um. You, you actually, Rachel, you took yourself to the movies for that. And I literally, you inspired me because you were like, you kept asking me and I didn't have time. And then you sent me a picture and you're like at the movies alone. I'm like, she did it. She, she took her. Honestly, I never knew how awesome it was to go to the movies. I I tried to tell everybody that. Go to the movies by yourself. It's enjoyable. Like, it's just like, you know, your you time, you get to relax and. Exactly. Just chill yeah. and watch a movie. <laughs> if people don't know, if you go to Cinemark, you can do a private watch party and you can rent out a no. home theater by yourself. Can you really? <gasps> but, it can be, nine, it can be <laughs> The movies range from $80. It'll be $86. It's from 80 to 100 but I mean, obviously, you know, if you want to go with you and just you and your friend. I like I have a private, yeah. You pick in there, it's just $80-something. Guys, pay. let's go. What are we doing? Exactly. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Letting y'all know. Letting y'all know. Oh, that's so cool. I did not know that. It's called a private watch party. Look it up. Yeah. Sit Mark. Up. When I was in Florida in July, um, it was a rainy day, so I couldn't get on the paddleboard, but I thought I want to go see that Elvis movie. And of course we're talking we're talking the Gulf side of Florida, so everybody's like in their sixties. So I get to the movie theater and like, you know, it's Elvis, so definitely everybody's in their sixties going to see this movie. So I get in line. I get my ticket, I get into the refreshment line and there's like an older lady in front of me and she's like, yeah, I'd like a glass of Chardonnay. Can you make it a double? And the guy was like, yeah, for sure. And I'm like, wait, they do that here? (laughs) They they have wine and you can get a double here? (laughs) Okay. So I'm like, all right, so I'd like popcorn and um, Reese PCs and can I I get a (laughs) shot? Can I get also a double? I get this big glass of wine. I've got all my snacks and I get in the chair and I'm like, this is like the best day ever. <laughs> Rachel was right. Going to the movies alone is amazing. This is like heaven. <laughs> but you got to get all that stuff. You got to get the popcorn. You got to get your favorite candy. You yes. got to get the drink, you know. Yeah. Yes. So good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> 100%. So what do you like to do for fun in Cincinnati? Ooh, in Cincinnati? There's not a lot to do in Cincinnati. <laughs> like okay, good. everybody says that, but I think there's some... It's good and bad. I mean, I'm... Yeah, cool. it's just all know. In Texas, like... The, almost the fourth largest city in the world. Am I saying it right? Either way. Left that to come here. But, um, like, obviously, Cincinnati, it's, it's a lot of things you can do. I love to golf, so I'm a big golfer. Um, Go golfing. Um, I'm big in photography. So, you know, I go take pictures, record videos and stuff like that. But obviously it's not a lot to do. It's not a lot to do. Other than that, you know, I'll just be chilling, me not, you know, hanging out with the guys or, or just just hanging out at the house, cooking. I love to cook too. So if I'm not, if I'm not doing anything, I'll be cooking too. So 
What yeah. do you like to cook? Um, I know tonight I made um smothered chicken, broccoli, and minced vegetables. So, um, wow, that was that was on tonight's menu. And then um, but I mean I can do all different type of things. I love to do stuff on the grill. Love the barbecue. Um, love salmon. Love to cook salmon. Nice. Uh, really, all different type of things. I try and try and test myself. I'm real competitive. I'm competitive with myself, so things I haven't cooked before, I try and make. You know, so want to come out with a cookbook one day, even though I'm not, <laughs> not the best cook in the world, but I want to come out with a with a funny kids cookbook. Oh, that would be cool. It's yeah. not gonna be it's not gonna be Professor Williams and his recipes, or hey, hey, might be going to something. Hey, you might, you might be on to something. Uh huh. <laughs> So, and cooking like, with the professor. <laughs> so during the season and during off season, is your meal plan different? Do you, are you pretty strict with like what you eat during the season or do you kind of give yourself, um, you know, a little leeway here and there? Or how does, how is that with, with your like nutrition, I guess? Yeah, so I'm strict during the season. Um, definitely Monday through Monday through Sunday. I'm strict on the season. <laughs> Monday through Sunday. So obviously Sunday night, I give myself. Uh, you know, I eat what I want. Kind of eat some like junk if I wanted something. Then obviously Monday, I allow myself to eat something. Um, crazy Monday for morning and then after um uh, for lunch. But for dinner, obviously from dinner on Monday. Until up to game day, I try and, you know, have a, a strict diet on what I want to eat and I try and be as clean as possible, you know, taking care of the body. But in the off season, I give myself a little leeway, um, a little leeway, but mainly still, you know, meal prepping and doing the things I need to do to take care of your body. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, my body is my business, so I got to invest into it so I can get the best out of it. But as long as that's good, I'm good. But at the end of the day, we got to satisfy our taste buds here and there. Absolutely. What's, what, what's that for you? What's your drunk? Junk food. Mm-hmm. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ooh. Can't go wrong with ice cream. Ice cream. What flavor? Uh, ooh, vanilla. Okay. Like, I mean, everybody loves vanilla, but cookies and cream, like that's undefeated. Ooh. Cookies and cream is nice. undefeated. And then um, the vanilla Oreo thins. The yes. Best. The Yum. Back on the planet. <laughs> Oreo thins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. My now, are you a greater fan too with ice cream or now? Listen, you might beat me up when I say this, but I never. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had greaters yet. Everybody keeps saying get great. I haven't had greaters yet. Stop. I haven't had greaters. Listen, I haven't had greaters. I haven't had uh, what's the chili place? Um, Skyline, Skyline, Bar, any of that. These I are all Cincinnati things. This I haven't had none of that. None of it. None of it. You yeah. have. Graders, I, I keep hearing about Graders ice cream. Uh, I keep, but, but I haven't, I haven't had it yet though. Is it really that good? You're missing out. Yeah. Do they have cookies and cream? Well, I'm sure they do, but yeah. Okay. You're, you're gonna have to check it out. I gotta, I gotta give it a try. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not acting like a, a Cincinnati, a Ohioan. I just say, what you <laughs> Right. Good. So, so what I suggest is Harry Potter. <laughs> What's Harry Potter? That mixture Skyline. might not be the best, but uh... Harry Potter. I mean, you could break it up into like a two-nighter, like do three yeah. movies of Harry Potter with your Skyline, and then the next night, 
you know, some more Harry Potter and some graders for okay, sure. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm going to try, <laughs> try that graders. I'm going to do my review and make sure I send it to you. Uh, yes, <laughs> please let us know. Graders ice cream review. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and Skala Chili and uh, Harry Potter, everything. Yeah, I, I guess you've been in Cincinnati for a little while. Obviously, haven't tasted some of the, the best Cincinnati things, but that's okay. We'll let that slide. But what are maybe the most memorable times or what? Obviously, the Super Bowl was, you know, a big deal for you. But what are, like, some other memories in Cincinnati that um, – you know, you'll, you'll take away for the rest of your life that, that, um, that in the past four years that you've been here? Um, you know, it's a lot of different things. Obviously, um, I remember when they had the Ferris wheel, <laughs> you, you remember the Ferris wheel? That they Do you remember that? that? Yes. Yeah. 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 I remember, um, I remember my rookie year, one of my first days down here, I rode that Ferris wheel and it just, I was riding around the Ferris wheel just thinking like, wow, I'm in Cincinnati living out my dream. that's always one of the things I look back to. And then obviously another thing, when I went to the Underground Railroad Museum, um, that's a lot of history, obviously, Mm -hmm. in the world and and the cultural that, that, you know, just being able to see the different type of things that that went on and being, you know, with with all that. And it was crazy just being able to see all that and and understanding the history and seeing how everything transpired, you know, all the different type of things, but it's just history. And you got to, you know, understand how history works and, you know, where history comes from and everything. So that was a good experience and being able to experience that. And then just Cincinnati as a whole, I still haven't been to a Reds game. I'm, I'm missing out. So, Man, what are you I doing? Know. I know. <laughs> so just, I haven't been to a Reds. I probably did the type of thing. But um it's okay. You got a you got a lot of on your list now that you I do. I hundred percent do. But, but um, you, you went to the soccer game, right though? You've been to FC Cincinnati. Oh 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 <laughs> I did not mean to actually call that one out. <laughs> you have to go. It's a it's an experience for sure. They, are they still playing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard now with with the season, but yeah, yeah you gotta gotta mark that down. Yeah, well. that, but I'm missing out on a lot of things in life. <laughs> yeah. things it's in life. okay. You're a busy guy. We'll we'll let it slide. Hundred <laughs> percent. And oh. I went to my first concert ever in Cincinnati, uh, to a Rod Wave concert. It was at the, nice. uh, um, what's the name of the um? It's a new the new convention center. Oh, icon, the right icon. Next, yeah, right next to the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I went there, and that was one of the first one of the first five shows that they had there. So I was able to see that and um, experience that. So obviously right. still trying to cement my memories with Cincinnati. <laughs> good. We got a lot of things to check off, man. Y'all made me a, a, a good, decent list that I got. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, but other than that, I'm still exploring, still experiencing, and still going. We're going to email that list to you. I got a question for you. Um, I got a question for you, Missy, and, and you, Rachel. Last name. So, um, growing up as a kid, Missy, where did you see yourself um, at this point in your life? As a, as a kid, where did, you, where did you plan that you want to be where you are right now? Uh, I think. Oh, what Rachel- you did you want to do? 
Um, where, where did you see yourself when you were a kid? Rachel, I touched a little bit on this on episode two. I grew up with a lot of women who didn't have goals or ambition. Like the women in my family just basically got married early and had babies. And I remember I was telling her I bought a college textbook at a yard sale when I was like 12 and it was like business law. And I was like, this means I'm going to go somewhere because I have a college textbook. (laughs) But I remember like wanting to be an attorney in New York. And I I literally would get like the JCPenney catalog and I would pick out all my office furniture. And I'm like, this, this is what my office is going to look like. And this is what I'm going to do. So that obviously didn't happen, but I can say that uh, everything that I dreamed was great but i think what i designed was even better what i decided to do and what i designed later in life was even better than what i saw as a kid so i'm i'm pretty happy with where i'm at now that's for sure that's amazing that's amazing and that's what it's all about you know making those things counting life and enjoying life and just doing the most and just being where you are so keep doing what you're doing missy i'm proud of you yes you're killing it This is not even my podcast. Oh, my gosh. No, we love We love uh, this. So. Just we're going to give it right back to you. Um, so when I was younger, when I was younger, I, I shared this before, I, I wanted to be a singer. Like, And, and I mean, I was, I was in the school choir and all that stuff too so but that was that was a big dream i played soccer so i you know thought maybe i'll be you know the next big soccer star um but so i have two sisters and um i always like love to travel and i love different cultures and food and all of that stuff so um growing up i thought actually i was going to get into like international business and and work for a company abroad and do all of that stuff so i didn't go as far as you know international or anything like that with work but i did end up coming from from buffalo to um cincinnati and my my family is still all back in buffalo so i'm the only one that ventured out but similar, I, um, I was the first person um, in my family to go to college. So I just knew that I wanted to um, take that next step and just continue to grow my career and be a successful woman. And um, I am very competitive. So I chose an industry that's very male dominated. And um, so I decided to go the wealth management finance route. And um, I love it. It's I get to help people every day, too. And I think that's something that's um, a passion of mine. So just you, you never know when you're younger what what's ahead of you and just meeting people and networking. And, you know, um, you end up where you're supposed to be. And as long as you continue to have that mindset and want to achieve more and more, you look back and you're like, wow, this is awesome. Um, I'm here. What? what an experience, what a journey it's been, but I can keep pushing on. And I think that's what Misty and I talk about all the time, which is, which is amazing. And obviously you're, you're experiencing that and and doing that in your career. And now with all this stuff, being a professor, like, you know, that's amazing. I'm so, so excited for you. Um, But you just, you can give back and you just continue on. So. Share your light. It's all it's about shedding your light on the world. Absolutely. So what's next for you? So Professor Williams, <laughs> and then what, what are some goals that you have for the future? 
Uh, obviously, I'm a big business guy. I'm a huge business guy. Obviously, I, I don't talk about it a lot, but, you know, I own three businesses that I have right now. And, um, you know, I'm always thinking about the next big thing. You know, I'm a guy that obviously wants to build so many things up and, and build it up. I'm a guy that I don't really care about, you know, having all the credit and do a lot of different type of things. I like to put people who are experts in their own field, a lot of them do what they love to do. So, um, you know, I, I just want to build so many things up and build them up into a certain place where they're going and then put people in place to have opportunities, you know, opportunities to achieve the things that they want to achieve in the field that they want to do and put things in certain places. But um, at the end of the day, I just want to build business, man. I just want to build so many different things. I just want to build an empire. And um, I always want to say, you know, I always say, like, you know, there's no table, there's no round table that, um, that I want to be able to sit at that nobody said I'm not qualified to sit at. So there's no room I don't want to, you know, not be able to walk in. And um, I just want to be real respected. At the end of the day, it's all about respect. Um, I want to be real respected, not just, you know, by my peers, but across the world, by, by everybody from every, you know, every asset, no matter who it is. I just want to be respected. So that's what's next, and that's what's going to be a standard, and I'm going to keep doing that until the day I don't have any more breaths in this world. So that's the goal. I love it. I love it. That's so – that's admirable, seriously. That's amazing. 100%. 100%. Yay! <laughs> no, seriously. Awesome. No, no. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And and like I said, you know, you've you've done that your your career, and it's great that you know. I think that's the struggle too um, that that people have. What's the next thing? What? How can I continue this? So you know, it's great that you have kind of that mindset, and you just want to continue to achieve more and. and and be respected in, in that aspect. So that's awesome. 100%. So it's always about be the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Continue people, to grow. So there's so many people trying to be so many other things and so many people trying to be things that they're not. Just, you know, just focus on yourself, be the best version of you and, and everything that you want, you can manifest it and believe it and, and achieve it. So yeah. just Absolutely. do it. Even though I'm, not, I'm, I'm team of leaders, <laughs> but just <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, I know we're over time. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, we could go on and on and on, but I mean, we can tell stories for days. Like, <laughs> but seriously, Misty yeah, has said so many great things about you. It's so so nice to meet you. Sure. Um, thank you so much for for your time today. We oh, appreciate it, that. and. Definitely. We love having you on here, so maybe we'll have you back. Yeah. <laughs> just let me know. Just give yes. me a call. Should be a text, and I'll be yes. back. I enjoy it. So yes. You guys repeat guests like you are amazing. We would love to have you as a repeat guest. Yeah. Sure. And you're an inspiration to so many people who look up to you and, and want to be doing what you're doing. And, and so it's it's good to, you know, have that perspective and, and hear from you. So thanks. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. Thank you guys so much for being here with us again for another episode. Remember, we are on YouTube. So find us on Sports and Ish with Misty V and Rachel Lee. Subscribe, review, rate us. We're also in all your favorite podcast channels. Apple, Spotify, Google, just find us. If you have questions, let us know. We will see you guys so very soon. Thank you.